So let's suppose your user, he he's asking the local DNS server for any entry the user is trying to find. For example, he's trying to search for, you know, any website like example.com. Okay, he requested a local DNS for that. So local DNS server does not have the domain name the user wants to go for. It is not cached in it. So it forwards the lookup request to the root authoritative uh, server. But he forwards this request to your root authoritative authoritative server of your top level domain. Remember when you're talking about in terms of DNS, the request finally goes to your root authoritative DNS. Now what will happen by the time uh, the root authoritative DNS replies, what attacker will be doing, he will be, he's able to inject its own entry into the local DNS. By the time replies come back, uh, he injects his own entry over there right into this local dns server so in this local dns server now attackers entry is made which will do what exactly which attackers has mentioned the ip address of right so now the local dns server has a cache of the attackers dns record and it will do what it will be seamlessly guiding that user to a fake website okay or to the uh you'll be guiding uh, seamlessly guiding the user we can say to the ip address of the attackers dns entry which will be of the fake website and there you go now you know if you type the credential in that particular fake website attacker will have your credentials and then he'll be redirecting you to the real website which we have seen as well right remember that facebook one here we created a similar to that he'll be redirecting your real website after that see when it comes to firewall it's all started with this simple packet firewall right packet filter firewall the simple packet filter firewall it looks for IAP and the port number, isn't it? So since it only looks for an IP and a port number, you can put it into a layer number three, right? So packet filter firewall, we put it into a network layer, and what exactly it is starts for? You can set up a different rules, you can set up different rules on the basis of IP address and a port number over there, right? So you can see then we moved on and you know things got evolved because your packet filter firewall was not enough in order to maintain the security posture your circuit level gateway also came into the picture so this particular firewall it works as you know at session layer and what it does it determines whether the particular session should be allowed or not basically that means you know you requested for let's say facebook.com your request it will be going to your proxy somewhere in between now that proxy will decide whether your request will be going to Facebook or whether you get an error message that you're not allowed to browse Facebook inside company's network, right? So moreover, all the requests that are leaving a system, destination for all requests is always going to be a proxy, right? Uh, in this, like, you know, if you talk about in terms of practicals in CH, if you go for, you will also to see tools like, you know, the proxy servers like burp suit. So all the requests which you're sending across, you know, all those requests will be going to your burp and burp will be deciding whether that request will go to the internet or not. Right. So similarly, what we can do, we can set up a proxy level, uh, a circuit proxy firewalls in the network, which will decide whether to allow or prevent any particular data stream. Okay. So they will not, uh, they will not uh, work on filtering a single packet. They do not work on filtering any individual packet for that matter. Now you got something for in place for determining session whether they should be allowed or not so again it was not enough to maintain security posture so we introduce your application level 
firewall so by the name now you can tell me at which layer does it work that is a application layer correct so uh, that means now it can also see all the application traffic uh, application traffic as in traffic that is going through your protocols like ftp telnet ftp or http https and all that part right it will be checked whether it is proper or not that is an application firewall there's one more thing that is a dmz so dmz it's a dematerializer you know uh, where you can put your web server mail servers file sharing server that sort of thing right so now uh, you can say whatever you want to give public access to you generally put your dmz and then we have you know uh, the firewalls side to your on the other you know on the sides of dmz you know monitor screen subnet area as firewall basically right so that's happened here dmz so whatever you want to give public access public access to you put into your dmz zone of it one will be protecting from the for the internal traffic for the internal you know not to get inside your uh you can see this corporate network if remember okay. we talked about sony see two firewalls are there right firewall will be protecting the internal uh, network firewall will be there so which will be protecting it but still after you know firewall one you can go for the dmz but on the other side of the dmz will be a firewall two which will be protecting your internal environment so you know every organization see or every organization they consider internet as untrusted right and they consider your yes. internal as your trusted network internal one right is always your trusted internal secure network and external is always your untrusted insecure network so anything which you want to give access that should be access from the internet you put it into your dmz so you know when you go to sony entertainment you can access their web front and you can see their website right so that means their website is hosted in your dmz regarding see firewalls you can say we have hardware based firewall we have software based firewall right uh anything which ins you install in network that can be a hardware anything you on your system is your software based firewall right so software firewall as in you might have seen in your system also we have firewall option right in your windows 10 correct that is a uh, software based one something which you install on network that can be a hardware one or a standalone hardware device like a palo alto and all that so the network traffic is filtered using the packet filtering technique it is used to filter out the network traffic for large business networks whereas your software firewall it is a software program which is installed on your computer just like a normal software and it is generally used to filter traffic for individual home users you can say so it only filters traffic for the computer on which it is installed on not for the entire network so when okay. it comes to placement of firewalls either you can place it on network or in your host host in your system prefer placing a firewall on each and every individual host is that like let's suppose you have a company you own a company okay and you are having 2000 employees with you so which one is the better option for you either you have to buy 2000 licenses of a firewall for each and every employee or just buy one hardware firewall and put it into the network and it will automatically serve those 2000 employees which one is more justifiable so rather than having 2000 firewall licenses i would have one and i will simply install it in my network right so that's how you design different network based architecture on the basis of your requirement actually and which one suits you the best then like you know firewall not enough you can say we introduce your few more inline defenses 
IDS and IPS. What is IDS? Intrusion detection system and IPS is intrusion prevention system. Both are there, like you know, it is also host based and network based. IDS, what does the IDS do? IDS simply it detects. It is something that inspect all your inbound and outbound network traffic for suspicious patterns. Remember your SIM tools. So if you remember your SIM solutions, your SIM solutions in your SOC, what were you doing? You were detecting some things over there, right? Correct. You were not protecting it. You were just detecting with your SIM tool, right? They were just raising alerts and they were saying that, okay, this is something suspicious. But were you protecting over there? No. You were escalating the tickets and that that ticket was going to your incident handler uh, team and then they were re responding to that, right? So ideas are those things only. They just detect it, they inspect the inbound and outbound network traffic for suspicious patterns and that they may indicate that a network or se system security breach is there. So they just detect it and raise an alert. Whereas your IPS, it not only just detect, it also protects it. Okay, it also prevent. So it is a continuous monitoring system that acts as an additional layer of protection. Okay. So uh, you already know that since you have learned about SOC, like you know these things work. They works on the basis of uh, signature recognition, right? They look out for the signature. Like if there is any malware, I can set up a rule according to that malware that if there is any you know file of this, then we have anomaly detection also. Anomaly detection as in yeah, if someone is trying to like, let's suppose in my organization, I have said that everyone is allowed to log in from India only, right? From India only. Mm -hmm. So let's say one fine day you got a login from somewhere else. Let's say someone is trying to log in from Singapore, right? And that a user actually sits in India office. So will your ideas flag it? Not normal. Correct. That's an anomaly. Yeah. Because the ideas it understands the fixed behavior only, fixed behavior characteristics of a particular user or particular system. If it goes otherwise, it will always flag it. Right? So that means it is well set to detect anomalies on the basis of users and their behaviors. You can say protocol based as well. Like if someone is sending anyone, you know, uh, if you remember that Nmap where we were sending the fin scan and all that scan, remember? Hyphen SF, hyphen SX. So if someone is trying to, you know, start a communication by sending a fin flag, is this a genuine way to start a communication by sending a finished flag? No, right again a protocol based anomaly detection okay because you are trying to tamper the protocol for tcp ip uh all right then here we have that false positive true positive false negative and you know true negative scenario i guess we have already discussed that right 